never heard of. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. All right. Welcome back to the Common Folk Podcast. How's wow, going, guys? we have yes, a sir. name. Can we can we talk about this for a second, though? <laughs> that's the first time we've done that on a podcast. It is. is that is it? That's okay to talk about that. The We're, previous recordings, we really like. We had a name, but we didn't officially hey. have mm-hmm. a name. I mean, there's some times out there where if you don't pat yourself on the back, no one else is. So <laughs> I mean, true. we are here. We are established. This is the Common Folk Podcast. Yes, <laughs> that's right. I'm pretty pumped about it. Yeah, it was all we were... my idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to challenge that statement. I'm, I'm totally challenge... kidding. It wasn't at all my idea. Good job, Ben. We had Andy. Would we? What have we done? Maybe eight episodes. Yeah. yeah. And we were just kind of faking it before. We we're like, oh, there's going to be a name eventually. I don't know, but we weren't <laughs> saying that. We were just like pretending like there was a name. It was almost like a brilliant marketing ploy that we had because it just drummed up so much interest. Like everyone was just on the edge of their seat. Where are they going to call it? Where are they going to go with this? You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what all 50 of them were thinking. <laughs> we're, we're keeping them in suspense. You got to do that. Coming soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Well, we got another guest today. Andy, I'll let you kick this one off. Yes, uh, Jeff Mullenix of Pop Up Blind. I uh, met Jeff uh, through some various channels. I mean, you're in the outdoors industry. Obviously, I am with Chasing the Dream and our outdoor show. Um, so, of course, it, it was almost like a collision course. Our paths had to cross at some point, sometime, and uh, finally got to sit down and have lunch with you a couple of weeks ago. And I feel like we kind of hit it off. And right then, I thought we got to get them on Common Folk. I'm not calling you Common, I'm, but I wish you're, you're I could one get of to us. Common. It's, a, common it's a badge folk. of honor, yeah. actually. Yeah. Absolutely. So how did you guys meet then? I don't I don't know the story. You actually ran into our producer and part owner, uh, Garrett Heikis. Um, he does a lot of our film work, videography, and editing. And uh, right away, he he called me and said, you, you got to talk to Jeff. You got to meet Jeff. He's got some things going on. I, I think we could work together. And uh, then uh, I believe you reached out with the One Box. Correct. Yeah. Uh, you know, the outdoor industry is, is, is large in a sense that there's a lot of companies involved in the outdoor industry. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people. But as you look behind the scenes, the, the outdoor industry is small as far as the number of people that are actually doing right. or producing content or producing a product in the outdoor industry. And then if you take that one step further and you start talking about people that are doing it in the United States or even more specifically Nebraska, we, we, we would have bumped into each other yeah. um, a long time ago, right? Or, yeah. or in due time, either way. But it's, uh, it's just, just the nature of uh, the industry, I think. So tell us a little bit about Pop-Up Blind. What is it? And this is kind of a, a benchmark year for you. Yeah. Um, 40 years for us in business. Um, so we are the third family to own, own the, the company. Uh, Jack Edelman started in 1982, and just over lunch, actually, um, Andy and I, uh, I got a text message from uh, another friend that his mom found uh, an article in Rural Nebraska or Rural Electric Nebraska magazine yep. from 1989, <clears throat> talking cool. about Pop-Up Blind and the, and the founder of the company, Jack Edelman. So it's kind of nice because I've been looking for some old stuff to, as we put together some content to, to celebrate this year, and um, so. Um, he, at some point, sold the business to Jim and Carol Rollman. Um, they owned uh, the business up in Madison, Nebraska, the same barn the company was started in. And then Jim and Carol moved to Iowa. Jim passed away in um, 2015 or 2016, and um, we bought the company. It just made sense for us because I had worked there right. previously. And unfortunately, you know, when something like that happens – Jim took a lot of information or knowledge um, to the grave with mm-hmm. him. Oh. And so I, having been work there, and um, I taught myself how to sew as well. So I was, Carol was still alive, and she helped us make the transition as far as the sewing and right. understanding how to do that stuff. But as far as how to know how to make a boat blind and put it on a boat, it was just kind of a crapshoot. And the wow. first year was a little bit rough. <laughs> I don't know how to sew. So I'm I'm impressed right now. <laughs> <be> screwed. <laughs> so I mean that's how niche this is though. So pop up blind is custom made blinds to fit your duck hunting rig, your boat. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah. Is that? Yeah, I, we were the industry's full of um, one size fits all products. We like to call them a one size fits none because 
you know, they say they fit a 16 to 18 foot boat. <laughs> yeah. And they, on a 16 foot boat, it's like, you know, putting, uh, you know, a three X shirt on a guy that's a medium. And then by the mm. time you, um, mm-hmm. by the time you, uh, you know, get to the 18 foot boat, it's like putting a medium shirt on a guy that takes a large, you know, right. it fits, but it's tight. So we don't do any of that. When, when customers get our product, they put it on their blind or their, put their, our blind on their boat. Um, it fits and it's kind of cool when they call you and say, man, I, you know, they just spent two grand or whatever on a blind and they're surprised it fits. Like somebody actually told them the truth, right? So it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of cool. It, yeah. does, it does what yeah. it's supposed to do. So yeah. the other blinds, like you said, are one size. Yeah. I don't know enough about this. Well, so I've actually been through it with that where we bought a blind for the top of a boat that was supposed to fit. And, and there didn't. was a lot of, uh, yeah, we had to work with it mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to make it work. So, it's, like, it's you're common. talking about duct tape? Like, you had to yeah. bust out some duct tape? Yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> Zip ties. Yeah. You know, maybe a little. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like. Yep. Duct tape for the duct blind. Duct tape. Yep. So, I, I, something that's super interesting about that um, to me is, first of all, looking on your website, you, you guys are. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. No, it's not good. No, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just looking at what you guys do. It's original. That's an no, original. This, yeah. is, this is the phone call, inevitably. Um, hey, Jeff, uh, I, I'm giving you a call. I, I just seen your website, and that's my reaction is, I'm sorry. They go, I just seen your website. I go, no, I'm sorry you had to see the website. It's horrible. Okay, so um, you guys are working on that. Uh, what I was going to ask was, just to clarify, you guys only do blinds for the boats. Is that correct? We do not. We build um, we build a portable blind. Okay. Maybe oh, somewhere okay. around there nice. there's a shotgun okay. shell. Does yep. it say yep, there is, yep. portable or something along them okay, lines? Okay, so it's okay. not just for boats. Okay. No, those are made for um, waterfowl hunting. Yep. They're made for deer hunting. They're made for turkey hunting. My wife shot her first turkey out of it last year when we went out. Nice. So I got some I keep talking about, I'm going to get me a deer. There you go. My you first are. deer. It's got to happen. I got some guys out in California that uh, the guy's an attorney by day, and then he goes and he does predator hunting um, for guys' cattle herds um, Oh. after he gets out of work. That's right? cool. So he uses one of our blinds uh, to do that with. So. so how did it start with both, or one came later, or it's a great question. I honestly don't know. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. honestly don't know. I think, um, I mean, as we were, as I was looking at that article today from 1989, they had both already at that time. Okay, so it's probably early on. Yeah, so um, I would imagine it started with that first little portable blind because mm-hmm. I've got a prototype that looks nothing like the existing portable blind. Um, it's it's completely different, but that's the first piece of uh our first product i have that the company would have came out with are the are the sales heavier on one side or the other as far as the portable to the boat yeah the boat blind by far is it probably makes up 90 percent of our revenue okay so that and that's kind of what i'm getting at and that's what i was wondering so you know in business and it's so tempting but in business you start doing something and and really what you're taught is figure out what it is you do and do that better than anybody but so many people get to where they're like, well, I can also do this and I can do this and I can add this. We were just having that conversation yeah. earlier about merchandising and so on and so forth. Um, but it looks like just a little bit that I know about you guys and what you said so far and what I see online, you are the experts in that boat piece, apparently. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, <clears throat> the portable blind is tough because we're a made in America company. Mm-hmm. And before I even before I even cut anything, if I, as soon as I pull six yards of material, off of that roll of fabric, I'm at 90 bucks. Okay. Wow. Now, I've got steel I'm, uh, on top of that. I mean, mm-hmm. so our, our mm-hmm. price point has limited um, our um, ability to sell more blinds. Only, But some of that's on me or us as a company mm-hmm. because I think if we educate people. Right. So guys that I've always said we need to, on our website, we need to, it needs to say, have you bought from us in the past? And if they do... We should automatically bump up the price fifty percent because they will spend the money. They know they what know. they have. Yeah. Yeah. And if you had not been a customer, mm-hmm. I mean, I could almost give you the product at times, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I don't know about that. Right? <laughs> I'm not going to pay for seventy dollars yeah. to right. ship a blind when right. I don't know about it." So, so I think with the advent of um, us being able to now produce content, you know, in the outdoor industry, and and, and you know, unlike it was in the past, you know, when you had to go to a show. You'd pack up your yeah, stuff, and you'd, yeah, you'd go to right. Pennsylvania to the NRA show, and it's yep. 
two weeks, right? I'm mm-hmm. just a long time to be away. And you could you could physically show people why the product was good. So you kind of lost that, you know, now with the internet. In a sense, you, you don't have that hands-on right with somebody, but we really have a better ability to click on that mm-hmm. icon and say, you know, why pop up blind? And so, you, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go oh, ahead. so then your competition is manufacturers that are doing it cheaper, but then it's going to be not made as well. Correct. And not in the USA. Yeah, not in the okay. USA. Yeah. Right. And generally, I I call it a race to the bottom. Everybody's okay. looking for the cheapest product. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. listen, we're all human beings. Every one of us sitting here today has looked at two different products on the shelf and said. they look the same. I'm going to use it twice. I'll take the $57 Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. And I get that. Matter of fact, I encourage people to do that with our boat blinds. When they call and they're like, ah, you're just a little out of my price range. Listen, go buy something to get you into the outdoors so you can spend time with your your dad, your your friends, your family, your loved ones, whoever it is. We, we We all should just be happy to be out hunting, whether it's in my product or not. And I've actually had a couple of people early on that have come back to us and bought a blind because they're like, hey, I got enough money now. I own product <laughs> X until yeah, th- That's now. awesome. And, yeah. And then so I think ultimately it comes back to us. Does your your sales, are they, is it nationwide? Is it mostly regional? How does that work for you? Nationwide, yep. yeah. From, from Washington State to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in Canada as well. So we sell some blinds uh, up into Canada. I find it very interesting. You're, you're based out of Columbus, right? Mm-hmm. Pop-ups out of Columbus, Nebraska. But the majority, vast majority of your pop-up boat blinds, which makes up a big chunk of your business, is out of Arkansas, down south. And I, I don't know, like, was that a shift that happened early on? Or, or how did that come about that the majority of your sales, you know, out of Nebraska go to the southern states? Yeah, and, and even – so southern states, northern states, it really don't matter. It really revolves around availability of water. So Nebraska, we don't have a lot of big bodies of water. We've got more river system in the state of Nebraska than anywhere else in the country, but we don't hunt out of boats right. on the river systems because they're shallow water. So you're talking about places in Wisconsin. We have a, a large um, – uh, customer base in Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan, uh, Ohio. Um, r- really, I couldn't name a state that we haven't sold the blind in. Maybe New Mexico. Um, so all the states with big bodies of water, you guys are there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the the Great Lakes around there. Them guys will venture out in the Great Lakes, and and then you know inland in uh, Wisconsin and in all of those places. There's just it's public land, so they can hunt there. Right. Yeah, that, and that's really what drives people. We can't afford. Um, you know, acres and acres of land to, to waterfowl hunt on. So all of these big lakes are are uh, public lakes, and so it allows anybody to go out there and hunt. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was a, a sport that spanned the country that that much. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've never yeah, been yeah. a waterfowl hunter myself. I wasn't either until I started this outdoor show, and then, you know, you get pulled here, there, everywhere else, and it's a blast. <laughs> Do you guys remember me blast. saying I want to – Deer hunt, right? We've yeah. we've talked about this. We have feeders, everything. Yep. And I said it would be so fun to be on a boat and shoot some birds. There yeah. you go. Um, uh, this we is might like, have, we I might put have it out the there, right and here. then you're here. <laughs> this is crazy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, we, we kind of yeah. already touched on it, but uh, I wanted to kind of circle back to it. I didn't think this was a mistake looking at your card. It says pop-up blind. You know, then you got your trademark, but th- right on that it says "Made in the USA." Mm-hmm. I think that's something that's important to you. I know it's important to Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's highly important to me. I've I've told people if you ever see our product made anywhere but the USA, I don't own the company anymore. I will literally shut the business down before I go elsewhere. And those portable blinds are kind of an example yeah. where mm-hmm. we can't make a lot of them because uh, the price point. So it's four hundred forty nine dollars for one of those portable blinds. You can go buy a blind to hunt three people out of for 300 bucks, you know, in mm-hmm. the industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as versatile. It's not the same thing. But again, as we go to the, as we go to the retail store and we see this sitting there, it's, it's really tough if you don't, if you're yeah. not educated, why would you buy that blind? Go talk to somebody that owns one and it's a no brainer, right? They yeah. say you got to have one of these and this is why. So. so then tell me what is different. 
um, for our, someone that doesn't know. Yeah, absolutely. So on our blind, we use the industry uses as you guys are involved in apparel and fabric. Yeah. Um, the the industry uses polyester. We use Cordura nylon. Um, the abrasion resistance, the longevity. We'll get twenty plus years out of uh, out of our product. You know, before they need new cover for the blind. I don't know what our competitors get, honestly. Um, for people that are hunting two to three or four times a year, you can maybe get by with something that's made out of polyester. For mm-hmm. guys that hardcore waterfowl hunt, um, you need to have uh, you need to have cordura or nylon. Um, all of all of our products are galv- are galvanized or powder coated, um, and we use uh, we use eighteen gauge steel. Um, all of our stuff is sourced from an American supplier, um, American steel mills, American fabric mills. So. Uh, that's what's different. I mean, it's just the quality yeah. of the product that you're yeah. getting. I put a lifetime guarantee. I put a lifetime guarantee on it. Um, I'm trying to think of, I, and this is our sixth year we've owned the company. I have yet to have anybody call me back. Nice. I mean, we've screwed something yeah. up before, right? I'm not saying well, yeah. any mistakes. But as far as a quality issue, no one's called me to say, hey, this is a problem. Now, I purposely called one of my competitors to say, hey, what if I have a problem with this? Oh, not a problem. We carry a lot of inventory. I don't carry any spare parts inventory at all um, because we just don't have problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. During the flooding of 2019, I was the only one in our um, in Platte County that had probably a mud motor on a boat. So if you're not familiar with a mud motor, oh, yeah. an outboard, you, mm-hmm. you know, they intake water. And if they get plugged up with mud, it just doesn't work. So we're, we're chasing down people during that flood. And... I've still got my blind on my boat because I didn't get it off in time. And I've got, I'm helping the local power company shuttle people out to their barge and people are stepping on it. There's generators. There's, it's a mess, right? Wow. And, and we get done and it's, it's still the same old blind. Still in good yeah, shape. Yeah, it's still in great. Because these guys are just stepping all over it. They don't, they have no idea what it is. They, they don't care. <laughs> right, right. Nice. Yeah, so. Well, good. That's good to know. Yeah. It's, um, it's, and it's what we do. I mean, we, and it, we all have those complaints where um, we all have those complaints where we say it's not what it used to be, right? Where mm-hmm. you know you yeah. buy a product and you buy it again, and it's, yeah. um, it's not the case with us. I've uh, I've sold blinds now to some guys that have had a blind on their boat for twenty. You know, the one guy was twenty three years, and he wanted to, he bought a new boat, so he got a new blind. He's like, this is exactly the way the other one was, right? Yeah. So some things you don't need to change. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's uh, it's just it's just a great product. Whether it's home jackets, yeah, they don't make them like they used to. Yeah. That's and and the other thing you is customer service, right? I mean, I'm speaking to a guy. Um, I'm speaking to a guy last night for sixty minutes mm-hmm. at eight o'clock at night. You know, yeah. how many times do you call and press one for this, two for that, right. just to get the language right? And then you got to press six to find, you know, the right department. Mm-hmm. And then you still leave a voicemail and you never hear back from somebody. Yeah. So um, if you call us, you're going to more than likely talk to me. Yeah. Um, not that that's all it's cracked up to be, but <laughs> you're talking to the guy that's going to make the decision. <laughs> no, but that's important. We do. I, I mean, yeah. we feel the same way, I feel like. You know, customer <clears throat> service is huge. So then you're – okay, so how big is your – warehouse or how big is your place yeah Yeah. so our we have a uh, we've got a barn so the company was started in a barn and it continues in a barn just a different barn um i you know the barn is 40 by 47 and so all of the manufacturing of the steel takes place on the main level obviously we're not lugging steel up into the loft (laughs) and you know we've got a shipping area in the in the one part of the barn and then if most 98, 99%, whatever the number is, it's a large number, gets shipped out to the customer. If you do bring us your blind, we'll assemble it there on your boat. doesn't cost you anything extra. Um, and then we do all the sewing upstairs in the loft. Yeah. So we've got cool. three, four, five, probably seven or eight sewing machines up there with a big cutting table. Are you guys pretty rural? Um, we're – yeah. We're seven miles north of Columbus. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's. I would say most people call it rural. I mean, yeah. Most of my buddies think it's rural when it comes time to come grab something. It's like I ain't driving yeah. all the way out there. <laughs> it's like seven miles, dude. You heard right. that? Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever have trouble with um, like shippers, deliveries, anything like that, based on where you're located? Uh, no, I no. haven't. Uh, uh, you know, we and 
we don't have UPS stopping every day. Mm-hmm. I take everything into mm-hmm. into town just because I don't ever know what my schedule if we're going to get it shipped mm-hmm. out or not, and I don't want them stopping and dinging me eleven bucks for mm-hmm. something right. I didn't pick mm-hmm. up. <laughs> so we we drop it off. We use Speedy and and uh, Speedy and UPS in general, and um, you know it works out well. Three boxes, you know they get they get it takes them about an hour and a half, two hours to put together on their boat, and life is good. Yeah, so the U.S. made thing, like you, you guys were talking about, you know, having direct control and touching, you know, every single piece that's coming through there. You know, you're right there at your own manufacturing facility. You know exactly what you're putting out. I mean, there's a lot of really good benefit to that. And beyond that, the folks that you're employing, obviously, and putting the money back into the community. Yeah, it's and it's tough, right? I mean, trying to find people that know how to sew has not been mm-hmm. easy. Um, That's got to be a Morgan bit of a long lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, my wife didn't. My wife and daughter um, didn't know how to sew at all, all, really, when we bought the company, and they can both. They're really good at it. Oh, yeah, they're really good at so it. So there is room for. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I saw a post where you did. You had your wife and daughter up in the loft uh, <laughs> working away. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing about <laughs> about <laughs> about a family-run business. We're a really close family, and um, we learned really quick, or they probably learned really quick, that dad and and the guy that runs the company aren't the same. They're the same guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So I had my daughter up in up in the loft one night and we were, it was about 1030. We're trying to get some stuff done. And I said something I shouldn't have said or I, in an appropriate, inappropriate way, <laughs> according uh, to my wife. And my daughter took off into the house crying. Oh bed. no. And she goes, you need to go talk to her. And I'm like, about what? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a, yeah, that's a really interesting thing. Uh, how old is your daughter? So she's, 26, uh, just turned 26 on 2222, two, a couple days ago. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, cool. right. So she's getting married. Uh, she's getting married in about two months, April. And so, so she lives in that area. So. Yeah, yeah. She lives uh, lives in the area. We're losing our kids, though. They're all getting married and moving on. Mm-hmm. So. I was just going to say, just her or no? You said kids. Yeah, so. kids. So I've got a son that's uh, 22, maybe? 20. Yeah, you know, 24. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, yeah. maybe twenty four. He's uh he's getting out of college at Carney's going to work here in Omaha um in, uh, in June when he gets done. And he's getting married in October and then I got another daughter that uh, doesn't really do much for us in the barn. <laughs> Not really into <laughs> no, it. No. Not really into it. The other two had, didn't have an option. She kinda has an option being the youngest. Yeah. You know, yeah. The family. the family dynamic is really interesting and I think that's I think that would be a cool little thing to touch on. Uh, in our conversation here because, you know, we as well, we run a family business and our kids aren't really involved. I mean, they're out here every now and then doing a few things, but they don't really want to. And mm-hmm. and like you said, I mean, you you get a bit of a different side from people. Um, you know, prior to running a business, I, I worked corporate jobs. And was I a different person when I was at work than when I was at home? Probably. I mean, I definitely handled things differently, you know. Mm-hmm. But now that work is home essentially and we're all together – you know, they've gotten to see some of that from me where it's like, you know, sometimes you're such an asshole or, you know, you just like, <laughs> you, you just, you need to think about this and that. And and then I'm thinking back to my days when I was running, you know, this other company that I worked for. And I'm like, no, this is the way it needs to be. We're at work, you know, so on and so forth. I mean, do you guys run into that kind of thing? Yeah, I my, kind of my favorite line was just, it didn't look like Duck Dynasty around our place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so the... uh I mean, a couple of things about that you, know, you, you touch on. It's um, we've always went to um, to camps, you know, JC camp, which is Jesus Christ camp, in the summertime. And my wife and I would be counselors, and the kids would be there, and everybody's like, "Is that the way your parents are?" All yeah, that's that's our family right there. We are no different here than we are there. So to your point, did we act different? I needed to, right? Because all of a sudden I'm. You know, and what whole the whole thing that caused this that night was we sew a tag inside of our blinds, and that helps us. So this tag is sewn in in a specific spot, and that's what orientates it on the blind when they go to make it. Mm-hmm. Well, in our personal lives, it's like it's broke, dad fixes it. It's broke, dad fixes it. No yeah. big deal, okay? <laughs> that's what we've come to understand. It's broke, dad fixes it. Well, that tag was sewn in the wrong place, and it happened to go to a guy in Minneapolis, okay, that had no ability to send me a text message, no technology. He had a flip phone after a month of trying to get, figure out why this blind was not fitting correctly. I literally jumped in my truck and drove to Minneapolis 
because he didn't want to send it back. He wanted the blind. Mm-hmm. I said, just send it back. I'll refund your money. Nope, I want the blind. Shoot. So all I knew at that point was to just drive to Minneapolis. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I did. I get there, and I noticed right away the tag wasn't. That's it. You know, he was, he was orientated, and it was 180 degrees off. Oh, crap. I drive seven hours, <laughs> fix it in five minutes, and I turn around and come home. And I said, you know, this whole thing of dad fixing it just doesn't cut it, yeah. you know, when it comes to business. You know, yeah. I can't fix that. I mean, what if that thing would have been in wherever? I mean, Minneapolis right. is close compared right. to where it right. could have been. So, yeah, oh, yeah that, that's tough. Um, yeah, a seven-hour trip to kind of boil over and just keep yeah. running the But throat. we learn, right? I mean, yeah. how else are we going to learn that stuff? It right. was a good teaching moment for the kids. Another time. My wife was gone, so I tried to be the shipping guy, which not is a, not a good thing. I'm not detail-orientated. And so mm-hmm. I sent it to a guy. He's wanting to go on a hunting trip. This is on a – he gets it on a Tuesday. This is in Colorado. He can't figure it out. He's And this guy was trying to FaceTime me and do a bunch of things. He goes, I'll just take it to another upholstery uh, shop and have them fix it. I go, well, you don't even know what's wrong. Fix what? Mm-hmm. So he sent, I, I sent him a prepaid label. He sends it back red. I get it on Wednesday. I lay it all out on our sewing table. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with this blind. I call him up, and I ask the guy, I says, so when you read the instructions, and it said to Pigos, whoa, 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 there were no instructions in the box. <gasps> so I paid $150 mm. shipping oh, one way, yeah. $150 back, right, for a red charge, $300. And it was as simple as there were no instructions in the yeah. box. Oh, and it was yeah. you and this time. And it was time. dad's fault, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Now oh. they're going to know that. They may not have known it till now. <laughs> wow. But nonetheless, we learn, right? Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not opposed to people failing. I mean, I fail every stinking day of my sure. life, right? And it's just a matter of using that experience to hopefully right. not make that mistake again. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, we have some, you know, family dynamic stuff with, <laughs> like, work and stuff. It always happens, right. you it's, know? It's good, though. I yeah. think it's healthy. And, you know, I don't think any of my kids are going to be involved in the business as we move forward. One's a school teacher. My son's going to be in industrial distribution and sales. And the youngest daughter is working in, uh, you know, some do, taking care of uh, people that need taken care of. But they're on their own journey. Okay. Yeah. I don't – I think they should be involved in from the sense of learning, right? They can learn. We all do things we don't want to do. Um, mm-hmm. And so they, they got to be involved in something. And right. I think they probably learn some things. And sometimes I feel like having your kids work for you isn't a bad thing in the sense of it, like to your point, is showing them maybe that's not what they want to do. So find something else. Um, but even if it's just little, yeah. you know, busy seasons or in the summer or whatever, I, I think everyone just helping out for the family is a good thing. But to stay in the business or maybe not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, and take over. So and they may come back at some yeah. point. I mean, it's it's not a full time deal for us either. I mean, I mean the it's, same with us. Our kids yeah. don't. I mean, they're here, here and there, helping. Yeah, but. I think I think one of the most beneficial things too, what you're kind of touching on, and and it's kind of how I grew up as well, with with my parents being involved in their own businesses, whether the the kids are doing the work or not, they're getting a little bit different perspective watching mom and dad do these things as opposed to. Mm-hmm mom and dad or mom or dad or whoever goes off to work every day and I don't really know what they do. They come back and then we have dinner and we do sports on the weekend and whatever, and they don't really understand it. So getting involved in that and seeing that and, you know, seeing mom and dad saying, you know, it's, it's seven o'clock on Thursday night. And it's like, man, I got to go back to the shop because this just happened. And and then you're there till midnight or whatever the case may be. That's some experiences that, you know, are invaluable. They really are. I think you see it a lot in like cop dramas or movies where dad comes home and he's been out of shape and the kids want to play with him and they have no idea why dad's so burned out. Mm-hmm. Well, if you live it, if you have a family business, they see it firsthand. Oh, dad's burned out because I sewed the tag in the wrong place. <laughs> you know, so yeah. yeah, you kind of get a feel of it firsthand. Right. Yeah, and the other thing is, is um, that the only you can. Talk to your blue in the face, right? To mm-hmm. your kids or to whoever, and unless they experience that, there's right. just no better way to understand something than experience it. It's it's twelve thirty to your point. It's twelve thirty mm-hmm. one night, and we're out painting. You know, we got a light on outside the barn trying to paint some stuff before we had it powder coated, 
And my son says, can't we just hire somebody to do this? I go, yeah, who are we going to call at 1230 at night to come right. paint, right, yeah. out, you know, and, and just every now and then, hey, mm-hmm. can, can you be on call so you can come paint? And, you know, it's just something you never thought of, right? right. He just thought you own a company. You just hire people to do things you yeah. don't want to do. You know, there's a lot yeah. of things you don't want to do in, in the business world, but you start looking in, mm-hmm. you know, to his point, you can hire somebody to do it, but it's not feasible. You know, to hire somebody right. to come paint at 1230 at night. And I thought you were going to say, uh, surprise, we hired you. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of did. For, yeah. for dinner. Yeah, you for get dinner. dinner. Yeah, you can hey. stay in the house tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. that's funny. Kind of talking about the outdoors industry and how it's it's actually behind the scenes. I feel like it's a little smaller, you know. Um, but your business, Pop-Up Blind, you're kind of dovetailing it out a little bit. You're growing here. Uh, but it's a whole nother entity, a whole nother business. Could you kind of tell us about that a little bit? It is, yeah. So as you look at social media nowadays, and if, if you go, as you start to duck hunt and deer hunt, yes. you're going to go there and you're going to find out that people are brutal, right? There's a new guy that wants to know something, and he asks the question. Hmm. And it's yeah. probably not just in the outdoor industry, but that's where I'm at. Right, yeah. And they get beat on. I mean, what should I do for this? And it's something... Our, we grew up with our dads doing or our friends taught us or whatever right. reason. We didn't know either, but there was no internet back when we didn't know. So we had to ask somebody. And it was just mm-hmm. me and Andy in a room, and he would tell me what's going on. Now you ask, and there's yeah. 50,000 other people that are reading your question. Yeah. So um, so we're starting a, a company because I feel, just like I said, we should be able to um, we should be able to talk to people. We should be able to be all inclusive and now i'm smart enough to realize we're not going to flip a switch and this is going to happen but it's not going to happen from the bottom down i think that's been proven that the people that are doing the hunting and doing all this stuff they're going to continue to beat on each other because one hunts with the benelli one hunts with the remington one's got a pop-up blind one's got a beaver tail one's got a ford one's got a chevy whatever it is there's Mm -hmm. there's no Yeah, yeah there's no lack of reasons to argue so my the whole premise of the american waterfall company is just to be all inclusive right um, and um, and take people back to why we are hunting. So as you start to hunt, I mean, there's kind of the evolution of hunting for most people. As you go hunt mm-hmm. with your dad, you start plinking at decoys with your BB gun. You know, you, then you want to shoot everything that's got a heartbeat or a wing beat. You're trying to shoot it. Dad, can I shoot it? Can I shoot it? You know, and then yeah. you start hunting in your 20s with your buddies, and it's about making big piles of birds and who shot their limit. And as you get to age, you start to go, and I don't really care if I shoot anything. I'm just... Yeah, I want to be warm, and I want to be dry, and I want to hang out with my friends. It's a social thing, right? You know, just like going to the bar, or you know, going on a on a gal's trip or a guy's trip. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hunting, and that's so. That's kind of the premise of the, mm-hmm. the American Waterfowl Company is just bringing people together um, for the good of the sport. Um, and I I say we do it every day in in our as you talk about kids and athletics. We go to the and you know and you Andy especially every night you go right. to a game. Yeah. What do they? What happens? These kids go out, they shake hands before the game, mm-hmm. and it's made the best team win. Well, what we do in business is let's just talk bad about people. You know. <laughs> right. Throw some mud. Yeah. Throw some mud. Yeah. But, the, but what I think should happen is you know let's just say there's a million and a half waterfowlers currently in the in the industry. Let's take it to two million, okay, and mm-hmm. and may the best company win. To earn the business of those yeah. five hundred thousand people, I, I I love that, and I, I feel that that way too. That it's a lot of camaraderie, and it, you do turn a corner. And for me, it was early on. Like I just liked being outdoors with my dad hunting deer, and uh, especially in college, because you know you move away from home, and those two weeks in November, I got to just come home, hang out in deer camp with dad, uncle Ed. You know, that got the old band back together. Um, but I feel a little bit of that is marketing and just you got to be at the top right so like this camo brand has to sling mud at that one you know because there's got to be a number one there's got to be a number one and we associate ourselves with brands so okay i bought the new real tree i have to defend it now i have to straight up tell you (laughs) why that new mossy oak infinity x whatever that's not as good as what i'm wearing you know and we take it a little too far that used to be kind of the fun part of deer camp is you made fun of that guy's ford he made fun of your Chevy, and we all took it in stride. But I just, I almost feel like business nowadays has gotten so competitive, there's no room for that back and forth. You know, we can't just take it in stride that I'm a Chevy guy, you're a Ford guy, or whatever. 
you know, and still be friends. Yeah. It's the, the common good is why we're there is to hunt. Right. Listen, I hunt yeah. out of other people's blinds. I own the blind company. Now, you mm-hmm. know, we probably shouldn't be doing that if you look at society. You know, they'd be like, well, why would you do that? Well, because I want to hunt, you know, and yeah. I show up and yeah. hunt with somebody. I'm not going to be like, I'll just sit in my truck. Well, why? Well, you're hunting out of a avian X blind. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Let's yeah. go hunt. You know? I think there's a, what happens also, Andy, what you're talking about with people being so competitive, there's a whole lot of like, I know this and you don't kind of thing out mm-hmm. there. And I think mm-hmm. what's bred a lot of that is how much access we have to learning about all that stuff, especially things like YouTube. Right. You know, if you want to know, I, I know little to nothing about duck blinds on boats. I could go on YouTube and in about 30 minutes get off there and feel like I am a damn expert. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. then people start getting at each other like that because they think they know and the yeah. other one doesn't. Yeah. And, you know, rather than coming to a situation and saying, I'm going to learn from the guy that knows, you know, we're, we're going to talk yeah. about it. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Even then it's really only his, it's his knowledge level, right? I mean, so, so mm-hmm. let's just say you're talking to me. I would hope I knew more about boat blinds than you, <laughs> but I only know but what I know, you know, I have to, um, you know, I read a book called range at, at one point and it's talking about the breadth of our experiences, you know, so often nowadays, even with our kids, right? It's like they're focusing on basketball, right? So at sixth grade, they've decided they're going to be, you know, playing the NBA, NBA, right? And, you know, (laughs) instead of experiencing everything, right, from basketball and to maybe wrestling to football to just hanging out at home with mom and dad, there's nothing wrong with that. No, and I, I I got you. But in my life, in my experience, the way I approach things, if there's someone there with experience, my ears are open. I'm listening to that that guy or that lady or whoever. It's you know. It's always like you know when Grandpa talks, man. You listen because you're gonna yeah. pick some stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. You know when you you got to realize that how much more valuable that experience is rather than like I said, someone that just went and spent an hour on YouTube and and has watched all of the videos and knows everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you're exactly right. From that standpoint, it's. It's it's good. We and we should all be inquisitive about all kinds of things. Right. Yeah. You know, that's what makes us better better people. I think you hit the nail on the head too with the outdoor industry and it and it's like that with any industry. Um there is a barrier to entry for for newcomers because it's intimidating. So if that's what you're trying to accomplish with the American uh, waterfowl company that you're building, and I think that's I think that's awesome. You you can imagine, you know, anytime newcomers walk into even like a Bass Pro, you know, and they want to go take on that huge fishing area. Oh, man, yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah. like, where do I even start? And then there's a good chance that you're going to get some punk behind the counter that, oh, yeah. you know, is treating you the way that, you know, you just said, let alone, I mean, you really want to ramp it up, walk into a gun store, you know, <laughs> and when you don't, you when you don't know guns, yeah. you know, you. and they're just like thinking in the back of the mind, why is this guy here when they should be thinking... How do we get this guy on the right foot? Right. Get but where does that come from? The is the pro- that, that's the problem, right? We were talking about. So where does that come from? The the know-it-all, the person that doesn't want to sell you the gun that's judging you. Like, what is that? That is. I think it's all been <laughs> amped up. And I do think probably social media has a okay. little bit to do with it. You probably. Know, I, I think uh, and just uh, modern day the mentality, like what Ben's saying, everyone has this opinion, mm-hmm. whether it was quick baked or not but mm-hmm. man it's the right opinion yeah. <laughs> you better agree with me uh and i i know from my own experience going to a big old bass pro shop and people think i look confused every now and then and maybe maybe i do that's just your, <laughs> do you, your... that's just your look <laughs> yeah oh okay. i must have looked really confused at bass pro a few years ago because i mean i had you know a couple guys come up and tell me what i was looking for i'm like oh Okay, thanks. I wasn't <laughs> really looking for that, you know, but thank you anyway. I'm all right, all right. Yeah. But, now, should I pull that up, actually, the picture that we have with the common folk? I mean, oh, come on. Is that, does he oh, look you confused? Do, you do kind of look does. like that He's on the cover. Like, oh, yeah. Hands up, like, what? <laughs> well, I don't get you, it. You were throwing something out in left field. I'm like, where are you coming from? <laughs> yeah, that's re- actually what it was. I yeah. know, and I was in La La Land, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately, I think it's it's a, where does it come from? We're human beings. Yeah. I mean, I think it's right into us right mm-hmm. i mean at the kitchen table mm-hmm. um on social media now i mean it's all of these things that uh that make us who we are and there's some things that are not so good about about what we got going on in the world but people uh, want to be experts i mean it feels good to be you know the person that knows it you yeah. know um i think to your point it's kind of a natural thing 
but any time that you can, you know, catch yourself doing that or or realize like, yeah, let's invite these people in, let's get them off on the right foot, let's let's figure out how to make this fun for them because mm-hmm. wh- why not? Like, if we can get in the outdoors, you, you kind of think of it. One side of me says, well, you know, this is kind of our exclusive club, and we don't want more people in it because then they're going to be out there. Right. We're going to be stepping all over each other, and yeah. you know, so on and so forth. But that's not really the reality. I mean, the reality is the more people we can get in. The more backing we can get for the industry, the more, you know, funding for the industry, the more involvement. There's, yeah. There'll just be so much more opportunity. Conservation, right? I mean, we yeah. need people to buy licenses and tickets for conservation yeah. and yeah. and all of those things. Just as you said, but you're right. It's a competitive industry and mm-hmm. people think I'm going to be tripping over somebody yeah. else if uh, there's somebody else trying to get my spot. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, that's, and again, that's a human thing, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's it, it probably has some merit, you know, in sure. some regards. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, that, hunters are on the decline nationwide. I mean, big the time. Licenses sold. Yeah, big for fishing. Time. And, oh, it uh, is. Yeah, I didn't know uh, that. There's been a, a little uptick, especially yeah. in the fishing industry over the last year and a half or so. But I, I hunt a lot of pheasants. Those numbers have been dropping consistently since what the late '80s. Yeah. And I'm not so sure on duck hunting, but there's a couple big timers in, in Delta and duck, Ducks Unlimited. They've made some really good strides. Um, but just the numbers, the support people actually getting out hunting, that has declined big time, especially the last decade. Exactly. And and, that, and hence, from a manufacturer standpoint, we have to have people interested in hunting in order to sell them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, which is the American Waterfowl right. Company. And, and, you know, it can just be about waterfowl, but it's it's going to be about all things. Just get somebody outdoors and enjoy. COVID's helped, right, because people yep. – Took to you couldn't buy a kayak, you couldn't buy a bike, you couldn't buy anything in outdoors. Boats, I mean, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty backed up. But so that's a good thing. If there's a positive that came right. out of COVID, was got people outside, people outdoors, yeah. and spending time as a family, really. Yeah, yeah. Even our local Walmart was sold out of uh, fishing rods and reels for a brief period of time in 2020. Really, yeah, wow. it was wild. It was okay. wild. So if there is a decline with pheasants, you were just saying. Wouldn't well hunters? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't there be more birds than out? No, because the conservation's not there. The people oh, taking care of the land. Okay, duh. Is it not all there. okay. Yeah. yeah, it all works together. So, uh, to Ben's point, um, the more people you bring in, and you don't think you want them in there because you know that's your spot for hunting. You don't want to share it, right? Well, you can still have that and bring people in, and not all the pheasants are going to get shot up, and you're not going to get shorted. In fact, the more people you do bring in, the more people you do introduce the more ground and places are going to be available for hunting. And there's but see, be more that birds. seems not, that seems backwards to me. It, it does on the surface. And so I think it? other people must think that. Right. If, and I, that, I mean, I, I can't be the only the mindset. one. You're, you're right. But it's conservation. You've got to have funds for conservation. Now, those funds are taken from, you know, stamps. The tags. And tags and everything that, that hunters spend on hunting. And you get into you, the more people get involved in an industry, not only they're spending money on that, but then they start getting involved in organizations that are doing fundraisers and Give doing conservation, yeah. like Pheasants Forever and whoever else that may be. Yeah. So that's a big part of it as well. It's almost a catch twenty two because you're right. I mean, a lot of people think it's a limited mindset mentality, and we have limited resources, and so I'm going to keep them all to myself mm-hmm. and my friends, without thinking about the other side of it. You know, mm-hmm. which is we need money to perpetuate. I think if you really think about it too, I mean, if you really think about it, the the time and effort and commitment it takes to really get into hunting and fishing, it's, it's a real deal. It's got to be something that you really love. Right. So, you know, attract as many people as you want because the ones that aren't really going to be into it, they're just going to fade out anyway. And then you're going to end up with the ones that are really into it, are committed to it. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the best of that mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and and that's where in as an industry it comes to may the best cust, the the best company win, you know let's attract people into the industry, and then say who's got the best customer service, who's got the best um, communication with our customers, to have them buy your products. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's walk across the court, shake the hands of that competitor, and then part ways and say you know. Whoever wins, wins. Yeah. Right. Instead of saying, let's talk bad about somebody and hope they go out of business. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's not just the outdoor industry. It's, sure. It's, it's, all it's over. everywhere. Yeah. Right? Everywhere. Yeah. So since it's 40 years, what are you doing that's special? Anything for the company or? Um, yeah. Well, uh, I am. I'm, I mean, we're we're going to reach out and try to get some, some folks to recognize us, you know, in the industry. Yeah. Um, you know, on social media and, and help 
bring our name to the surface because every, literally every single week I get phone calls saying, I've been waterfowl hunting my whole life and have never heard of you. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's okay. I mean, it's, there's a lot of runway for us to expand on. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's, our business model isn't to sell thousands of anything. With that, I mean, the apparel, you know, American Waterfowl Company will be to reach more people. But for Pop-Up Blind, it's doing that. And we're putting together some videos, you know, talking about the company, you know, just as we talked earlier, what makes our blind better? What makes it different? You know, we're, na- you know, the, the Conestoga wa- wagons that crossed the prairies, you know, a couple hundred years ago, they would triple stitch those seams. So and earlier you would ask what we do oh. different. Well, we double stitch every seam. Nobody else in the industry does that. So we're going to probably call it, you know, here's, this is what we do with our blinds, and we're going to call it a Conestoga switch, right? Uh, stitched, you know, and, mm-hmm. and talk about why we do things different, mm-hmm. what's made us, um, and, and then enlist the help of some in the industry to hopefully help us get our yeah. name out a little bit. I so. like that, the education cool. piece. Yeah. Well, I thought one of your promotions was going to be for every podcast that hosts you, they get a free blind. Is, is that <laughs> oh, yeah, there? I think I did hear yeah. about that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was in the fine print we're, we're somewhere. Doing, we're doing a drawing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, that's good. So, yeah, just uh, just awareness. And, and I don't know if we're going to do a whole bunch of different stuff, um, but we are going to partner with some folks to maybe bring some brand awareness to us. And um, we're working with some veterans organizations. We are going to give some blinds away this year, actually. Um, Not to you, though, Andy. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean. Well, maybe. He might. Yeah. Be. Enter my name yeah, a couple yeah, times. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we're going to try to do some stuff with some veterans organizations and and, uh, and folks like that uh, to give back. If you're a veteran, you know, first responder, um, those types of folks, we give them a 10% discount. Hey, Ben. Cool. Um, yeah, and it's and it's all good, right? It's Listen, yeah. I didn't serve. It's the least I can do. It really is the very least I can do um, to, to give back to folks um, that are – that are or have served or are serving our country. Yeah. Um, and which is why Made in America, um, you know, it, it literally, I tear up. I'm, I'm a pretty emotional guy and I, <laughs> it kind of tugs at my heartstrings yeah. when I get around these guys um, because it just, man, it, it means a lot to us right. um, to be able to do that. And I just, I really struggle. I mean, we're all sitting here with a, an iPhone or a, phone you know right. as we're and, and you literally can't find any of those products made in the united no. states nope which is sad but so when we can okay when we can i think we should do everything we can you know right um to keep those dollars local why because we're giving money literally i mean we're watching it in the news today right with ukraine and russia we're we're sending money overseas to china literally a country that wants to blow us off of the map and we're giving them money. Okay. Yeah. So they can blow us off the map. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. does. So I tell people every day, you know, you're going to spend a little bit more, more money to buy our product. Um, but our intentions are right. I'm surely not going to search you out and try yeah. to take you out at some point <laughs> in your life. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, are you guys pretty active on social media? Is that how you guys do a good amount of advertising? Yeah, or? a little bit. I mean, Facebook, um, Instagram has been good for us. Mm-hmm. We're starting some YouTube stuff. Um, I, I literally, if you, if you went to our YouTube page, I made, I had an iPhone, a guy had a, a an Android phone. And when you send a video, they digitize mm-hmm. or they do something funky yeah. and it doesn't look good. So I says, all right, I took my GoPro, I mounted it inside my blind and I threw together five or so videos and I threw them up on YouTube for this guy to watch. Now, mind you, this is in May and my allergies, I'm going <laughs> and I'm sneezing. Okay. And if you go look, I don't even know, it's probably got like 30, thousand views. And, and I'm and like, like oh, I had crap. no idea this was how unprofessional oh, you could be, <laughs> you know, producing a video. So, um, and, and I would say well over 50% of our business comes from word of mouth, you know, people sure. that see it at a boat ramp, people that have right. buddies that have one. And again, it, it, it speaks to the, have you bought from us before? You know, you're, yeah. you know, and then people know if you've sat in our blind, um, we've got a video out where we ran it through a car wash. You're sitting in a car wash in our duck blind. There is literally. I was just going to ask if it's waterproof. Yeah, Sorry, there's literally. No, that's all right. There's thinking. literally nobody else in the industry wow. that could do that because you would get soaking wet. Yeah. Or we, our whole blind is totally concealed. Every other blind has got like a three foot opening down the center. You know, you're standing. Oh, there. sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and I just had a customer. Send me a video this year. 
um, he was out in the rain for two and a half hours, and it's pouring rain. He's like, this thing works, right? <laughs> and again, it was nice. kind of funny. Yeah, That's to, cool. To get that from customers. So without seeing your blind, is it like loud where we could see where it says pop-up blind? I mean, where's your advertisement? It's on or is it you just mean little, on the, like you on mean the physical on the product itself? Yeah, product yeah, itself. No, well, okay. There's a little tag that's about the size of a business card okay. that's sewn inside. Yeah. Okay. I just don't um, know. But it, if you looked at it, people that see it are like, holy crap, what is that? I mean, even though we've been doing this for 40 years, uh-huh. we, we're good at what we do. Mm-hmm. Marketing hasn't been good at what we do as a company in general. Um, but once you see our blind, it's so different than everybody else's. That it, you get inquisitive and you start to search it out and people find it. Okay, yeah, that's like, why people that? are asking. That's what I was kind of getting at. Like, is it, do you have the actual pop up lines on it? But no, it's just that it looks so much it different. That's so much almost different. better, yeah. too. I mean, yeah. if, you, if you think about screen. that scenario, like what you just painted of, you know, a guy's on a ramp and he's launching his boat and someone comes up to him and wants to know about it. Mm-hmm. You know, if they saw the big name on the side of it, they might be like, well, I'll just, I'll search it myself. Yeah. But the, the, yeah story they're going to get from the guy that owns it is going to be a hundred times better than what they can just find online at their own. Absolutely. And that's my whole point with our, with our website. People actually call and go, I just seen your website, right? And I go, I'm sorry. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and they're like, well, I had to call to see if you're still in business. Um, and so I like that because if I talk to people, not because it's me, but because I can tell the story, Yep. we sell a lot of blinds. If somebody, if I just put it out there, you know, here's pop-up blind, here's this, and, and left them to their own vices to go get information. They aren't really getting the full story, which is, as we talked about, what are we doing different? We're going to start doing some um, some videos and stuff, some yeah. content uh-huh. of us talking about it, which will save me some phone calls. But I enjoy it. Jim, the, the previous owner, of course, me being a young kid t- in 2001, um, you know, why don't you go to Cabela's? Why don't you go to Bass Pro? Why don't you sell them this way? Mm-hmm. And he says, Jeff, all you're going to deal with is – crabby purchasing agents that beat you up on price. Mm -hmm. Totally. Now I get to talk to the end users, right? And it's so fun. You get invited literally to hunt everywhere. I mean, everywhere. I mean, everywhere you send a blind, you get to go hunt. Mm -hmm. And then you're building blinds and you don't have time to go hunting anywhere. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Need to have more kids. Get get some more workforce (laughs) in the pipeline. Right. Grandkids. That'll be nice. Uh, Got a little gap there. (laughs) I'm not sure what we're going to do for the next 10 years. (laughs) What, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you, um, because I think it's the situation for a lot of small business owners is having your business and also having a day job. Because you do as well, right? Mm-hmm. And and you don't necessarily need to talk about your day job. That's not what I'm asking. But I'm asking about how that works for you and for your family and 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 that drive that you have to do both of those things. Yeah. So there's a lot of days I wake up at early, between mm-hmm. 5 and 6 o'clock. I go out to the barn and work for an hour or two, make sure everything's ready for the day. My dad moved back from Texas now, so he comes out to the barn and helps. It's really cool. You know, he's out there doing doing what he does and um you know you you go do your job and you eat supper and you go back out to the barn till midnight one o'clock and you wake up and repeat right i mean that's yeah it's what and i work i don't i'm not a tv guy i'm not a mm-hmm. i'm not a golf league guy i'm not a bowling league guy <laughs> i work never missed any of my kids functions or activities um you know and my wife's typically out there working up in the barn or sometimes we're trying to catch up on sewing you know i like to do mm-hmm. the fa- fabrication work when i can be off by myself but we're up in that barn working at night and we enjoy it. i i love working with her right we enjoy working together and it's it's a good time you got to be doing something you know and yeah you're, yeah let's face it the kids are gone we're not doing sporting activities or their activities anymore mm-hmm. so we go out and we work together and uh you know it's it's good Good thing you like each other because uh, <laughs> it's pretty rough around here. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> man. No, I, when you're saying that, I'm like, that is so the beginning I see of our story just because our yeah. kids are a little bit younger than yours but older than Andy's. Right. We have that age range, you know, from mm-hmm. 20, 16, and 11 that, I, I mean, we are working, able to work a little bit more. We have like one kid we bus around. And the other ones are driving and doing their thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, I see that going there. And, I mean, I, I like working with you most days. Yeah, when our <laughs> – <kidding>. our <laughs> Yeah, most days. When our youngest gets to that age, too, you know, we get so much more flexibility. I'm, I bet we will nice. be working more. Yeah, you know? yeah I, I think mean, we so. just will. 
So that's the next thing. We're working on some leather goods as well. Um, oh, cool. It doesn't cool. really have anything to do with the outdoor industry. But yeah, if you the, could the describe leather, the picture. The leather goods is uh, it's a $60 billion a year global industry. Oh, a yeah. Bigger than duck mm-hmm. lines. And what that allows us to do is to build inventory as well. So one will kind of feed off the other in a sense that we can maybe find some um, full-time employees to come yep. do some sewing and, and stitching and stuff like that. Um, you know, and then when the busy season comes... Um, we're able to, you know, transition to building more duck blinds because we'll have inventory on the shelf for do the you, other stuff. Do you feel like, you know, obviously you guys are doing a, a really good job with the blind company. You've been focused on that and, and thinking about the American waterfowl thing and then now thinking about that. Do you find yourself constantly thinking about, like, how can we take what we're doing here and, and do something else cool and something else cool, kind of like what you're doing with the leather there? A little bit. Um, and it isn't just to create revenue. It's to make the best use of your time yeah. and how to make the best use of resources. So, you know, the reality is, is we live um, in Columbus where there's a, a large or it seems to be a growing um, minority community of, of Hispanics. And, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. I put an ad out there for them to for, for help. And there was a lot of, of uh, ladies that wanted to come work, but they didn't speak English. Mm-hmm. Well, when which is fine if you're building 100 leather bags. Okay. You can build inventory. You show them once and they kind of get it done. So so that's kind of what's driving me is I'd like to employ some of these folks if we can, mm-hmm. um, but we can't do it in the custom boat line business. But if yeah. we could find uh, a gal or a guy, whichever, that could, that's bilingual and, and can keep them busy full time, then it allows us to build on it. So I'm not looking for things to do or cool things to do because I want to be the cool guy. I'm looking at it as a way to... Con- continue to grow the business um, side of things. And I think we can do that if we can hire more full-time or at least a couple of full-time people. And then when the duck blind business gets busy, we can transition over to duck blinds instead of leather goods. I think the, you know, as an entrepreneur, I think the, the ones that are people that become entrepreneurs become entrepreneurs because they're thinking like you're thinking in that it's not that you get tired of what you're doing, but you're thinking about what is something else that that we could be doing with this that we're building here that's going on? What's the what's the next idea? Yeah. Not that you're wanting to abandon whatever you're doing right now, oh, but no your 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 wheels are just always spinning. Always spinning. Yeah, you yeah. drive down the road, and you know yeah. my day job. I'm in sales, and so I put a lot of time behind the yeah. windshield in Nebraska. And, yeah. Oh, you that just windshield time. Stops, there's man. a lot of ideas yeah. that come there. there is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just got to be. I mean, we talked about it uh, or alluded to it earlier. You got to be good at something. You you can really diverge and and because you're trying to earn, earn a dollar, broad. you yeah. earn a dollar with everything. And initially, when we got into the um, business, and I was trying to partner with some of these big lodges and big companies, um, what I found out was they're already partnered with um, Brand X because they have decoys, they've got clothing, they've got blinds, they've got a broad range of products to offer. And my answer to them was always what we just said. Well, we build duck blinds really good. Mm-hmm. If you're ever interested, let mm-hmm. us know. I'm not going to get into clothing and, right. yep. and that type of stuff. There's too many other people that are right. good at what they do, right, just as we had talked before we came mm-hmm. in, right? What you guys do is what you do good. Mm-hmm. I don't mind paying somebody to do that. Yeah. I don't have to tr- earn. I don't have to try to earn a, a piece of the pie in every step of the process. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, for us anyway, some companies have tried. There ain't many that are really successful at it. Yeah, yeah. There, no, there's a lot of wisdom in that. Yeah. Well, it isn't my wisdom. I'm just. I've, <laughs> I've, I've learned it. Right. I mean, I've watched it. Up. Yeah. yeah. I've watched enough other mm-hmm. companies that have tried to yeah. to grow into something to just to earn more revenue, and it doesn't ever seem to work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I hear you. Yeah, Jim Collins, right? Good to great. Good to great. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. What else, Andy? You got anything? We're coming up on we, about an hour. Yeah, we touched on a lot of different things there. I, I figured, you know, Jeff's kind of a dynamic guy, and I knew our conversation was going to go in a lot of different directions there. That yeah, it's cool. That's really yeah. good. So um, we were talking about these handle bend guys before we started in O'Neill, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how far is that from where you guys are at? Um, just about an hour and a half. Not yeah, too far. Maybe hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. We're going to go visit them. Are you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's... Man, I, it, I just get goosebumps thinking about those stories, right? Yeah. Walking through your facility here yeah. and, and hearing those stories. <laughs> it's so cool because yeah. 
<laughs> there's we're a common, in a house. There's, you're, well, you're, I know, but it's a, we're in a barn. You know, yeah. You've got an upgrade, right? right? <laughs> I know. Shut the barn door. At least you can say shut yeah. the front door. Yeah. Um, so, But it's those stories. That, I mean, you automatically feel a connection to people, yeah. right? Yeah. Because you've... I know you've went through a lot of the same stuff mm-hmm. that we went through. Yeah. It doesn't matter the inventory, you know, the, yep. the industry. Yep. Um, and you and you kind of like, you understand, right? Without even talking, I know you guys are going through the same stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going yeah. Through. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we're 100%. just common folk. Common, common folk. folk. There you go. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. I now I know it was your idea. <laughs> <laughs> so the Handle Bend guys, we partnered with them. Um, they, they've got a super cool product. The things they're doing is neat. They're going to come down here and, and record with us. We're going to go up and check it out too. But what one of the things that we wanted to do was put together a little package for each guest that we have. So that's what these are. And it just so happened that all these arrived today. You saw them coming out of the box. So he's yep. good timing. No way. So that there one's for you from the Handle Man. Ben boys and from us. That's awesome. That's really yep. cool. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I, I was just telling you, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I had uh, sent them a message on Instagram and yeah. wanted to know their hours and stuff. And uh, as a machinist by trade, right? And to find something that's handmade like this, yeah. um, this is this is very really cool, cool. Yeah, send them send them a message and let them know you're here and that you know you got your hands on some now. Yeah, okay, absolutely. since we're we're so new at this and we don't have video, mm-hmm. describe what this looks like. I mean, it has it's, the packaging's great. Okay, the yeah. packaging is awesome. <laughs> so it, it looks like um, it literally looks like a um, uh, a crate or a yeah a a pallet, ship, a pallet right? yeah a pallet. There you go, a pallet and um, with some pine wood. And uh, and it's branded with uh, with some uh, heat uh, hot brand right on yeah. the top. So yeah, it's like an old cattle it's, brand. It's cool. Yeah, it with with a uh, little crowbar there. Yeah, crowbar on the side. Okay, okay. I was just gonna say, what, <laughs> what do you is think, that called? What do you think that is? Do you know why they put that on there? To, just to open the, uh, oh, just the to container. Open yeah. Oh, no kidding. Which is such a cool touch. I mean, the, really the presentation cool. of a product. You know what I mean? And the story behind it, and the fact that you get all that. You're going to open that crate and, and use that crowbar and all those kinds of things. And, and then you're probably, it's probably going to get thrown away. But you'll sit around for a little while because it looks cool. But mm-hmm. that's not what it's about. What it's about is that presentation, you know, when you, when it you get it like that. It might take you 10 minutes to open. There's, yeah. I don't think so. That thing's. Oh, okay. There's, there's no way this yet. is getting thrown away. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, there's no so way. Cool. This whole thing is, is worthy yeah. of sitting on the shelf um, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So those guys do a great job. They made, they custom made us these. Um, so these are, uh, whiskey sippers, um, you know, size wise, kind of like a, a little, yeah. uh, like a little highball glass or whatever. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, so with those guys and then also working with Cooper's chase and, and, uh, Andy introduced us to the Cooper's chase brand, uh, Doug. Yeah. I had Doug in. We did a couple interviews with Doug, but, um, West Point. So oh, we got yeah. the Handle Bend boys in Nebraska, the West Point, uh, yeah. Cooper's Chase in West Point in Nebraska, and the whole setup. So I don't know if, if you're a drinker or not, but we typically pull these out and have a little sip with, we, we uh, got to. with a guest. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So they've got uh, the Cooper's Chases, the, the bourbon and the vodka. Yeah, we'll take, uh, we'll take the bourbon. Yeah. There we go. And Ben, you're kind of a bourbon guy, and this is right up your alley. It's Yeah, I mean, if I'm drinking brown liquor... It's bourbon. That's my my favorite. <laughs> yep. And um and I'm I'm no connoisseur by any means, but uh I do know what I like. And and really that's one of the things that Doug brought to the table. He's like, just find what you like and just drink that, you know, who yeah. cares? Yeah. You know, like earlier we were talking about the outdoor industry and how intimidating it is to get into and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Liquor's kind of the same way. Yeah. Like if you're gonna walk into a liquor store and oh. man, what can I pick here, you know, or oh, whatever. Yeah. But Doug's one of those guys where he's like Bring anybody and everybody, and if you want mine, you want mine. If you don't, you don't. That's fine. Find what you like. Yeah, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the same with the American Waterfowl Company, right? I mean, yeah. let's just all be part of it. Who knows? I mean, you may someday, that may be the next step. Right, right? for sure. Because I mean, yep. you're going to walk into that liquor store, and they're going to be out of what you wanted. Yeah. You're going to have to make another decision. Yeah, right. Actually, right. when you were talking, side note, you were talking about how your blinds are a little more expensive than others. I actually, Doug's wording came in to my thoughts when he said um, that people walk into a liquor store and think if liquor is more expensive, it's better. Yeah. And that isn't true. It's so a little it, different. It, it, like I, I instantly thought, oh, that's different in the blinds and the alcohol. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I just well, sometimes it's not, though. I mean, there's a lot of products in the outdoor industry that I look at that cost a lot of money. 
<laughs> and have a, not... a lot of good marketing. There's a lot of okay. products like okay. that. Yeah. 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 yeah, It's Andy's thinking of a couple right now. I can tell. <laughs> we don't need to throw any mud on this show. <laughs> oh, okay. No, yeah. but, but it's good for them. I'm glad yeah. they can yeah. do it, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, hats off to them. That's where we all want to be, right? Yeah. Obtaining the yeah. highest possible margin, you know, mm-hmm. you know, as we can. But, but um, quality. Yeah, but we want some quality behind it. Yeah. yeah. But the marketplace determines that ultimately. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, right. let's have a drink. Let's yeah. have some of this bourbon here. I'm going to drink my uh, Appreciate you coming out, Jeff. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, guys. Cheers to you Appreciate guys. the time. Cheers. Morgan's got the Coke got over the there. Diet Coke. Oh. I got to pick up the boy from the school. <laughs> Yep. Good stuff. What do you guys think? What do you think? I have like you it. had Cooper's Chase? I've not. No. Nope. Okay. Not yet. Not, now I have. Yeah. Like local it. local grains. Yep. Um, I mean, small town deal. He same thing. Right. He's he's the guy sticking the labels and putting the lids on and yeah. well, filling the bottles and. Yeah, on his website doesn't it say email Doug. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, questions. Email Doug. Yeah, the contact page is just a message directly to Doug, kind of like what you've been talking about. What I think is, I'm gonna. I felt like I've worked out today because that cup is heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody that picks those things up tells us the same thing. Yeah, my yeah, mind I is not wrapped them. around. Um, yeah, wrapped oh, around is. how much that thing was gonna weigh. Yeah, yep. but it's I've said beast. this for a long time because most of these copper cups, if you look inside, they're silver. And I, when we you go to a bar, I look and I'm, you know, everybody mm-hmm. wants to drink mm-hmm. them mules out of a copper cup i'm like that ain't a copper yeah, cup it's not it's, true yeah. it's stainless steel yeah. and they put some copper yeah. plating on the Coloring. outside yeah that's yeah. not the case here yeah Ooh. real it's deal. a real deal that's yep. a real deal yeah good stuff cool it's nice talking with you yeah it's yeah. been fun Thank you. yeah thanks for having Pre- me appreciate you coming yeah. to town yeah. yeah sounds like what you're doing it sounds great all right i'm on board closing it out yeah yep. till next time all right cool Peace. thanks guys Peace.